Uh, congratulations, Bill. Back to the Super Bowl once again. Yeah, thanks, Glenn. Kristen, Lou, yeah, 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 thank you. Ever, ever get boring? No? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a, what, a, what a remarkable game that was last night. I'm sort of so proud of our players and staff. We just, um, you know, back and forth game, but we just kept competing and competing and, um, you know, in the end made made just a, a little bit more, did a little bit more, made a couple more plays than, than the Chiefs did. But I mean, they're a good football team and, um, you know, it's a tough place to play. But uh, we got to give our guys so much credit for the heart and determination and toughness they showed. You know, there's a lot of stuff in this game, but just the one thing for me, just right off the bat, which is odd. Uh, did you know the coin toss is uh, is Slater a big heads guy? Is it? Uh, is is he going? Is he lean one way or the other? Yeah, <laughs> you have to ask uh, Matt. That I'm sure he could tell you. But you know, we we haven't. Um, you know, we've lost a lot more than we've won. Now we're not calling all the tosses, so but you know, we've lost more than we won, so. Uh, we lost at the start of the game, won at the end in the overtime, so that's good. You know, Coach, you said a tough place to play, and everybody talks about how loud it is out there. That's one of the impressive things that I don't think was talked enough about it. It looked like the, the noise wasn't affecting your football team at all. It was communication, the line, Tom Brady, and it, it looked like it was a quiet stadium, and obviously I'm guessing that it wasn't, but the way your offense worked efficiently in that noise, was that something that you credit to the offensive line, Tom communication? Where does that credit go? Yeah, well, again, we, we play on the road half our game, so we, we deal with that. Um, I don't think um, – look, it, what's hard about Kansas City is Kansas City. It's not, not the noise. It's the football team, and they're, they're a very good football team. And, um, you know, all the conditions, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, there's some crowd noise on offense, but that's – like I said, we deal with that every week when we go on the road. Um, you know, the wind conditions were a little bit of a factor. I thought that was, you know – challenging on the kickoffs and uh the punts and you know even on the field goals uh, especially Bucker's last kick that was a good kick so uh but yeah in the end it's the Chiefs they're I mean they're tough here they're tough there they're tough anywhere so Chiefs high-powered offense you uh held time of possession over two to one over two to one of the total plays and what I find amazing Bill is in regulation Two teams were even in total drives, 11 and 11. So your approach, obviously, from that first drive, 8.05 in that first drive, was to control the ball. Did that continue throughout, or did you start to see changes? Did you have to change your approach during the course of that game? Yeah, well, there are a number of adjustments, and then I would say some type of counter-adjustments after that. Um, and that, that went through all three phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. So we expected that. that they're a very good game-planning team. They're a good adjustment team, and, and uh, we, try to, we try to do that as well. So um, I don't think anyone on the coaching staff was surprised that things weren't quite the same as at the beginning as they were at the end. Um, they really never are against the Chiefs. So um, they gave us some problems. We tried to adjust to those. I think we gave them some problems. They made their adjustments. Just went back and forth. Tom Brady said this morning that you installed eight new plays the day of the game. Is that unusual, first of all, something that you haven't really had the opportunity to practice? And how do those eight plays work? Well, yeah, I think, um, again, they're not like new, new plays. Like, we've never run them before. It's just we hadn't put them on the game plan. Um, and then kind of as we went through the preparations during the week, we got to the end of the week and felt like, well, we need a little more. Uh, in this area, and so that's that's really what it was about. Um, and, you know, overall, I think they helped us. You know, do you ever get to the end of the week and you're still looking for advantages or weaknesses, and 
and just you know maybe you, do you ever feel like you're overthinking it? You just got to step away from it. The game plan is in now. It's just time to just to go out there and execute it. Does that ever happen? Yeah, it happens all the time. I think that's I think that's every week in the National Football League. You uh, what you see on paper, what you see on film, uh, and then what you see from your team on the practice field. Um, that that changes, and sometimes you you make an adjustment. Sometimes you feel good about where you are, and you know, okay, this is where we want to be, and we're gonna continue to do this. Sometimes you look at it and say, oh, I'm not not sure if this is really what we want here. Um, we need to change this, or maybe do a little less of this than we thought about, or maybe we need a compensation or an adjustment to something that we're doing because you know, as I've as you think more about it, you see more. You you know, now like you said, you can definitely overthink it. So there's a fine line there, but. Yeah, absolutely. That that goes through. I mean, I was like, I was watching practice film uh, an hour before we got on the bus to go over there, uh, just to review how things looked. Um, not with somebody else doing it, but with us doing it, and you know what, what we need to do. So uh, that's that's fairly common. So Tyree Kill, uh, you guys did a great job of, of taking that explosiveness out of this game. Uh, one catch, forty two yards, and I was curious because Jonathan Jones was a guy that hadn't really been in the field that much defensively, all special teams, but he gets the call. Was that just a speed matchup with somebody like McCordy over the top? Was that why Jonathan Jones was on Tyreek? Well, speed's a part of it with Tyreek, uh, with Hill, no question. So, um, Keon and and, uh, and John Jones, and those are two of our fast guys. And uh, You've got to have speed to keep up with speed. And so, uh, yeah, that was definitely part of it. How hard was it to kind of prepare for him this week? A lot of people... Trying to see you know, who's the guy that's going to be Tyreek Hill to defend and practice all week long. Yeah, well, again, I mean, there's only one guy like him in the whole yeah. league, so um, you, you can't duplicate it. But yeah, you do the best you can, and the receivers that we have to do that. We have a couple fast receivers uh, that gave us great looks, and and um, so yeah, again, you just do the best you can on it. It's you know he's he's got a gear that's hardly anybody else has. Mm-hmm. You talked about Mahomes last week, and you talked about how dangerous he is when he gets out to the side because he can throw it across the the field. He can do it with great accuracy. It seemed to me yesterday that you guys pushed him off his spot, but you had him going backwards, especially with Van Noy coming at him. Was that part of the game plan? Because it's a little bit more difficult, I think, for him to see those receivers and see the separation out there if you get him going straight back, and you came up with a couple of big deep sacks on him. Yeah, then and certainly Flowers sack, uh, which kind of knocked him out of field yards. goal range. Yeah. yeah, was was a big play for us. Um, but yeah, I think the idea is just to make it tough on on the quarterback and and um, you know knocking him out of the pocket with a guy chasing him is one thing. Um, you know, another thing is not letting him step up into the pocket and try to collapse it around him. We tried not to do the same thing uh, time after time. I thought that he'd be able to. He's pretty sharp back there. He's just pretty good savvy and a uh, good feel for. Uh, his presence in the pocket so we try to mix it up and not always do the same thing but certainly pressuring him and trying to keep him from extending plays uh in or out of the pocket was uh, was a priority for us you know these um so brady after after the game obviously everybody's hugging and kissing everybody's having a grand old time and so he hands up uh next uh you know next to patterson cordell patterson and the first thing he's talking about is how he's sorry he apologizes to patterson for I guess somewhat throwing behind him on the slant route uh, at the end of the game. To me, that just stood out because here's this guy just you know going to another Super Bowl, and that's the one thing he's worried about is apologizing to one of the guys on the team for I guess putting him in a tough situation. Mm-hmm. I, does that I don't know? Does that surprise you? I mean, the fact no. that that's what he's thinking about. 
No, no, not really. I think, um, uh, look, Tom was, you know, elated after the game like we all were. But, um, yeah, look, we've all had uh, plays like that or calls like that. And uh, even though it's good, sometimes you, you know, have a little bit of remorse for something that happened. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that after almost every game, you know, part of a bad call or a bad decision or a bad something and and sometimes you put the guy in a bad spot and it's really not his fault it's really yours and you know you just don't feel good about it you know we were talking late in that game it seemed like rex burkhead was getting a lot of the the plays uh late into that fourth quarter and was it was it just his name out was he the guy out there because of the versatility because the you know the pass catching and running ability that he has is that the reason why burkhead got more of those snaps down the stretch well, I think all three of our backs were, were productive for us. They all had, um, you know, a lot of significant plays in the game. So we have confidence in all of them, and, and uh, sometimes it just depends on the personnel group and the play and the situation and so forth. So, um, no, not necessarily anything designed, but we, we do try to keep them all involved uh, as opposed to playing one guy 90% of the guy, the guy uh, game and the other two guys 5%. That's um, – and you know, we try to use them as productively as we can. Uh, sometimes that tilts one way or another, depending on uh, the game plan or the plays that called or the situation in the game. But, uh, you know, they all been productive for us. Mike Lombardi on our show on uh, uh, Friday uh, brought up the point he thought you were going to have to play Canadian football. I wasn't sure what the hell he was talking about. But then he said basically first and second down and stay out of third, stay out of third and long. Uh, <laughs> you got third and long quite often, Bill. Matter of fact, you were 13 of 19 in third down efficiency. Those 13 first downs on third down uh, completions is the best a playoff team has done in 30 years. Uh but it wasn't it, – it was third and long, and it would be third and 10, and you're getting 15 yards. You're getting 20 yards. How important was that to kind of change this – the whole tempo of this game around? Yeah, well, it was huge because in the early part of the game, as you mentioned, we were in a lot of third and shorts and third and twos, third and threes. And as part of some of those long drives you talked about that came up with a time possession in the first half, in the second half we were having less success uh, on first down, and there were uh, some second and eight, second and tens, and third and nines, third and tens. So – uh, those are obviously huge conversions, and um, you know we got again a lot of great catches from um, our receivers, uh, all of them. Um, you know, Hogan certainly, and um, Julian, obviously Rob. You know, it was a big catch on the slant, big catch on the fade. Uh, James White. Uh, so uh, it was a good job, not just of one guy, but of you know when they changed their coverage, Tom finding the open receiver and getting the ball to him, and that guy making the play. Is there, you know, there are so many good things in this game. We were just trying to think of the, uh, you know, the, the bad things, and we really couldn't come up with any. Um, maybe, the, you know, the, the short yards past the uh, interception that Brady threw. But is there, is there a play that or a call that was made in the game, offensively or defensively, that you wish you would have had back? Oh, yeah, plenty of them. Yeah, plenty <laughs> of them. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we didn't, you know, defensively, they were three for three in the red area. Um, you know, we got stopped on short yards and goal line uh, multiple times, turned the ball over uh, three times. One almost called back, fortunately. So, you know, I think we can play better. We need to play better. We'll need to play better this week against the Rams, next week against the Rams. Um, so, and and there's certainly some opportunity for us to do that. I mean, we did enough to win, beat a good, beat a good football team. Uh, but, you know, each game gets a little bit tougher, and we're going to have to tighten things up a little bit this week. We know that. Yeah, but for the most part, do they, do they pretty much do what you guys thought they were going to do offensively and defensively? Maybe a couple wrinkles here and there with certain adjustments and on offense and defense? Yeah, well, again, it, it was an adjustment game, and and um, you know, I'd say some of the things that um, 
you know, were working well for us. They did a good job of countering those, and then we had to change what we were doing after they started hurting us um, offensively and defensively. The same thing. We were able, as you said, to move the ball and control things a little bit offensively in the first half, and then uh, we had less success on early down, so it became more of a third down game in the second half, and so there were some adjustments there. So I mean, that's but again, that that's the way it is with the Chiefs. They they do a good job of that, and we try to. You know, we're trying to match them. Did you get a new tablet yet today? It's <laughs> <laughs> no. a competing yeah. yesterday, I guess, huh? Uh, it seemed like you weren't happy with the Chris Conley pick, which was, would you say, four or five yards off the line of scrimmage? What exactly is the rule? How much, how much uh, space do you have to commit that pick? Yeah, the rule is one yard. Um, and that was four or five. Yeah. And it was a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I mean, again, look, there were so many close calls in that game. Um, really, I'd say a lot of these playoff games have just been there. It's just they're so close. And, um, you know, it's some go your way, some don't. Uh, but very, very competitive, and it's tight. Uh, and I'll have to take a closer look at that play. I, I saw it this morning, but I really need to take a closer look at the TV copy and all that. But, I mean... Look, when you're in man-to-man coverage, there's going to be traffic, and and that's you know we're we're going to have to live with that. So is everybody else that plays man-to-man. So speaking of uh, the referees, there was earlier in the game, uh, earlier in the day in the Saints game, there was a blown call, pass interference call, where I think you're going to get your wish this off season because it's I think the attention that it's getting, I think you will see maybe some of these calls reviewed. Is that something that you'll still be pushing for in the off season? Yeah, well, I don't know. Worry about the off season. The off season right now, I'm worried about the Rams. So I'll focus on them. You know, Coach, um, now I don't know, maybe it's just because, uh, you know, maybe it's bad juju or just, you know, bad luck or something like that. But I've noticed, like, you know, when you get the, you know, cha- championship trophies, I feel like you don't want to hold them. I feel like, you know, is that intentional or is it because, like, you know, it's not a job not done yet, you got to get that Lombardi trophy? Or is that like a – didn't they do something like that with the Stanley Cup? Like, you yeah, can't touch you it or something like it. that? Yeah. No, I'm good holding the trophy. Yeah. yeah but, I, mean, <laughs> I just want to share it. Yeah, whoever was next. I think Tom was next or whoever was next up there. Um Passing on, so yeah. Yeah, no, I'm happy to hold it. <laughs> I know you hate. I, <laughs> well, someone, so I would, I would think that you know, I don't know. For me, it's like uh, okay, that's that's, that's, a, before, that's an accomplishment. Before, man, I'm superstitious, man. No, so. before the game, yeah, before the game, no, but after the game, yeah, I'm fine. I know you hate it when the microphones pick up uh, private conversations. They picked them up one with you and Tom at the end of the game, and you were loving him, and he was loving you, and whatever, and it's going stunned a lot of people nationally. Uh, it, it, why are you pointing to me? No, I'm pointing to the TV. It stunned people <laughs> nationally that there was love going back and forth. But I did get the feeling that that really was emotional yesterday. Was it emotional because during the course of the season, it's been difficult to get to where you are right now, and now you really know you are a good football team? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, it was a great win, and... It was a great team win. We put a lot into the game. Uh, we left everything out there on the field. Uh, everybody left every last ounce of energy and uh, fight and competitiveness that they had and put it out there against the Chiefs. And the Chiefs did the same thing. So, you know, we were fortunate to, to come out on top. Um, and it was a great feeling of satisfaction. We beat a good football team. Um, and we were all ecstatic about it. So, and everybody played a role in it. And certainly Tom played a big role. And, you know, we've had a long... And, and very productive relationship, and felt good about it after a win like that. I but mean, you I don't know, know how you could not. 
Well, you I think know, he's jealous, Coach. But, but you know it's been described. <laughs> it's been described by some people that there that have been issues. That don't be- know. That right. I've never, some of these people, I don't know who they, I've never met them, never talked to them. So, I mean, I'm not going to get a bunch of, you know, gossip. Yeah, but there have been a lot of stuff written. You remember the piece last year that you and Brady are having Never all this problem? Never talked to the guy. Right. Like, yeah. So. so how do you get to this point if you're having all of those issues with your quarterback and then you're telling each other how much you love each other and look like you're ready to go to a hotel room? I mean, it's just <laughs> <laughs> sorry to describe it that look, way. I, but uh, I, I mean, I said that to a lot of guys last night. I mean, I love this team. I love our players. I love the way they played. I, I love the way they played and competed last night. It wasn't perfect, um, but – but they gave everything they had. That's all you can ask for as a coach. And I would say the coaching staff, uh, me included, we, we gave all we had, you know, and we made mistakes and there are things we could have done better too. But, you know, we all put it all out there and thankfully we were able to, to win in overtime. And that's, look, it's the National Football League. It's championship weekend. And that's the way you got to expect these games to go. They're, they're not going to be easy. They're going to be tough. And fortunately we won it. You know, a lot of times we talk about your football teams and say around November, Chris, Thanksgiving, you're playing the best football. This year, it did seem a little different, you know, whether some injuries early, a couple games, a couple losses in Pittsburgh. Did this group, because the last two weeks, maybe the last three weeks, the Jets, it seems like you kind of has used that term, peaking. But did this group take a little longer to come together than maybe ones in the past due to maybe injuries or whatever it might have been throughout the year? Yeah. I, I, I don't know, Lou. I mean, I've been asked that question a couple of times. I don't know, maybe – Maybe I missed part of the season. I mean, I I thought that the Green Bay game, uh, the Minnesota game, the Chicago game on the road, um, I mean, those are wins against good football teams. I thought we had some good wins in the middle of the season. Um, So, I don't know. Uh, Look, it's it's the National Football League. Every week's tough. All right, Coach, we're going to wrap things up uh, with Drive of the Week. That's what we've been waiting for. Yeah, this Christian. is it. Yeah, this is what, you know, you know. <laughs> I thought we went to the question of the week and we skipped yeah, the drive. Yeah, I, 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 oh, don't you got drives I, don't again. Have, I don't have a question this week. I feel like we asked them all. The <laughs> big fella, you know, took up all the time. Uh, what do you think that was? I mean, is it just Captain Obvious here, the overtime drive? Yeah, I'm not sure. Let's <laughs> I mean, go with that one, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is, uh, uh, I thought obviously it was a great drive, but um, this is a, a question too. We have a guy like Jason McCourty. Right, uh, Devin McCourty's brother, obviously, you know, watching his brother go to all these championship games, going to the Super Bowl. I heard a great quote from him after the game, how he said, "I get to go to the Super Bowl, but this time not as a guest." Yeah. I mean, that had to make you feel yeah. good, right? When Absolutely. he said that, yeah. Oh, we had a few of those, and and uh, you know, if you go back to Corey Dillon, uh, you know, Randy Moss, guys like that, that um, you know, came from teams that were you know four and twelve or three and thirteen, whatever, and and they get a chance to you know, to play. Um, championship football and, and play in, in games like this in the postseason. Um, there's a there's an energy that they bring, even though they're veteran players, uh, that's really that's really special. Um, and I think, you know, your team as a team, coaches included, uh, when you've had some success, um, I don't want to say take it for granted. You get a little bit used to it. Um, but when you have somebody that has never had that opportunity, like Jason, like Corey, um, and – and you see the energy that they have and that they bring, it's, it energizes the whole team, even though they're 10-year veterans or you know whatever Corey was. Um, they've been around for a while, but that's a special 
feeling for them, and it makes you realize how and appreciate how how lucky you are to be in such a great organization with a great team. Yeah, I always thought that was um, if you know winning one was obviously cool, but then seeing the other guys who would just just and just watching their joy, like your kids on Christmas, like the anticipation of what's to come, is really you just you can't explain it unless you actually live through it. So I thought that was cool that he said that, just how important yeah, it was, it especially his twin brother. Yeah. Like getting all the, you know, fortunate enough to be drafted with you guys and play with you guys. And he finally gets a piece of it. Since no, we're getting- and they've talked about that. What if it had gone the other way around? You yeah. know, what if, what if it had been, you know, different guys on different teams and, um, but it's, it's certainly a great, uh, experience for them, but really all of us, um, I think we've all enjoyed it for, for both Devin and, and Jason. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was great. Let me ask you one more, Bill. Uh, today, 25th anniversary of Robert Kraft putting down $170 million. I think he's done pretty well uh, at this end of it uh, to buy this franchise. And this franchise has been the best, in certainly in the National Football League during that stretch. It's maybe been the best in all of professional sports. He really wanted to hire you, I think, before he hired Pete Carroll. Is that correct? I mean, I've heard him say that before, and maybe you were cl- too close to Bill Parcells, but certainly he got it right the second time around. Do you remember those days, the first time around? Yeah, but I think I, you know, I would let him speak for his feelings. I, I don't think, um, I don't think that's my place to do that. Um, but that was a great year for me, coming here in '96, and and um, you know, we had a good year, and and uh, I certainly. Uh, experience things from a little different perspective after being the head coach at Cleveland for five years to, um, you know, work with the secondary, work with the defense with Al and, and Bill and just being another organization um, that was run, you know, differently than obviously the Cleveland organization was. And I developed a, a great relationship with Robert and his family. And and, um, and so then when I was able to come back here, um, you know, three years later in the 2000 season, Things have changed quite a bit uh, as far as the team went, but um, our relationship and I think the bond that we constructed in in '96 really uh, paid off and grew and has continued to grow. So, uh, very fortunate to have the opportunity to to be the head coach here and and uh, try to give my best every day and um, you know. Hopefully we can win one more game this year. That's our goal. It's been a pretty good run, and I know you're a history buff. You remember how bad this organization was before all of that. Well, when I was with the Giants, we came up here and played the last game of the year. It was a very competitive game, but I, mean, I don't think there was 15,000 people in the stands. It looked like a little, I'm in a high school type crowd. We didn't get home games on TV here. They were blacked out. <laughs> yeah. We only saw the team play on the road. We never yeah, saw them was, play yeah. but I know 85. Um you know, '85 was a was a great year, um, not a great finish, yep. but uh, you know it was a great year. And then uh, certainly '96 was um, that was a special year too. You mm-hmm. know, we just you know came short on the kickoff return, but um, that was again the '96 was an important year for me in my career um, professional because of the the relationship that I developed uh, here, and then you know the three years of separation with the Jets and all that. Um, you know, we all moved past those those years and good to be in new england i heard the tapes though again last week they were pretty good on your speech your uh your resignation it was the anniversary yeah I right yeah. two weeks oh, ago yeah, so yeah, we yeah, it probably was yeah it was good yeah like adam gase has already outlasted me so. <laughs> <laughs>
congratulations, Coach. Back to the Super Bowl. We look forward to seeing you down there in Atlanta. And I guess we'll talk to you next week, and we'll, we'll preview this whole Rams game. Sounds good. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks. Good. Congratulations right, to Bill Belichick. We take a break. We're right back at you right here on OMF.